you came you came you came firing out of the gate hot early morning i i would like everyone to know you were in rare if we had potted at nine in the morning you've yeah. been on fire oh it was good yeah yeah i felt good yeah i felt yeah. the only element it's nice to get the whole crowd there everyone's feeling like the real life haha bubbles which is just kind of laughing in real life where they're flowing people giving them it's good yeah exactly a couple exclamation points a thumbs up you were you fucking dealing last night and welcome back everybody the most awesome man brandy on a sports podcast coming at you as we always do and we have a dynamite episode 182 for your eardrums guys do us a favor please subscribe tell a friend leave five stars shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com i'm brandon and with me as always don't call him a sleeper most awesome that's right i'm just on the sleeper app son a sleeper app yeah what yeah. is a sleeper app sleeper app is fantasy football for children oh i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know it, it was just, I, thought, I, I thought we like just immediately transitioned into like you track your sleeping habits which i'm kind of obsessed with more than actually fantasy football is like you've tracked you, it i time. will go through moods while i will go for like the free app that's on your phone and i'll turn that on and then i'll like see this and i'm like oh i had four bouts of snoring at, mm-hmm. at, at 67 seconds a clip <laughs> and then i'm like i want to listen to that and see if it's really me yeah but then i don't want to pay the money for it here's the other thing is, is you know i i cohabitate my bed with a with a special young lady Correct. and uh my wife and for those that are just entering into the first time of this pod i'm married yeah 182 like, let's, let's jump in on this sure yeah yeah um i often wonder if those like how can it discern my snoring from my partner snoring not saying that she does but if she was or she were to and vice versa yeah, I, I have no, I have no idea. Like some of this, like even how does it, like even the really good ones, not the good ones, but just the apps on the phone, I guess. Like how does it even keep track of your sleep? Like is it just monitoring yeah. heart rate? Is it real sleep? Is it like getting something where it's just like, oh, they're probably sleeping here, and this is like a standard rim cycle? Like I don't, it's, I'm not saying it's like, like kind it's of fooey. It's fooey. Stupid, I think stupid, it's, stupid. something's going on. Something's it's happening. bullshit. Yeah. All right, let's get into it because this app, I now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> right how is it like oh oh, you are in deep sleep now it's super quiet in the room how can is you it, tell yeah no idea it, i'm it, not just hooking like, any well, really? anything's up to me exactly like it's like an ekg or anything it's just like you're just guessing you're taking educated guesses or stats or you're doing some sort of technology that i don't know about which is a little and i don't oh, i don't know about it and i don't like it whatever it is no you know, it's not fooey. That's episode 182, everybody. We got a jammed, packed pod. We got, we're from the headlines. We're doing a little MAB fantasy prep. Ooh. We're getting super close and going to drop some of that on you guys. Going to hit that inbox. The Neapolitan Showdown, best frozen food meals. Another good one by MA. MA wanted to get in there and really just kind of like fire off some, some great topics the last three weeks. So another one, Bront, and I always can tell he's excited if he drops it. So we're going to do that. Uh, Brandon, a gambling corner. This is segment. I think we had to squeeze them all into like five, maybe four, but this is um, the next to last one, whatever it is. And we're covering the NFC East and the NFC North. Then that's where we're going to projected futures. Vegas has them. MA and I are going to take a guess and he's going to reveal what it actually is. He did his guess before he looked up what they were. And then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. 
Headlines, fantasy prep. Okay, I did some. I did some stuff here. Here's what I did. Here's how I laid I like this it. out. I like Here's when you do like stuff. Now you do like when I do things. Yeah. Here's how I like the nap. I have I have some don't drafts, and I want to get your response on that. Oh, maybe okay. share some don't drafts with me. Yeah. I have some take a flyers. A couple players that I think come like, fly with me. I like yeah. it. Um, I have some some always says. So just kind of remember that I've laid this down before. Would you get into it? And then I got some overrateds. I got okay. some, that's a little bit of my just kind of um, things to shy away from. How'd you break it down? What do you got, buddy? I like it. I just went, uh, I'm not as as creative as you. So I just did my top fives at each, each position. I did some sleepers. Uh, and then I'm just going to go into a flow state and just start talking about fantasy football. Love when you do flow that's, state. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's, do the, let's do the top five position. Did you do tight ends? I did do tight ends. All right, what's the top five tight ends? Top five tight ends. I think this is pr- going to be pretty. This is probably the easiest one to forecast if you're looking. But I think of of the 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 five tight ends I'm going to list off. Two are probably your most certified, guaranteed. I'm going Travis Kelsey one, Darren Waller two. Whoa, nice, Darren yeah. Waller, Waller above Kittle. Above Kittle, yeah. Because yeah. because here's the thing is is we don't know the Garoppolo. What's the thing? We don't know the Garoppolo situation in San Francisco. When is Trey Lance going to take over? Um, you know, they have Debo Samuel. They have a couple of Brandon Ayuk. They have a couple other like certifiable wide receivers. Whereas the Raiders, not so much. Waller's going to be predominantly their number one target in and out. And that's where David Carr is going to, or Derek Carr, excuse me, drink everybody. Uh, Derek Carr is going to be, you know, totally checking down and finding his man Waller. That's why I give him the slight edge. Okay. Here's why I like this thing. Cause I think it's a great point that you bring up above Kittle is like, there's definitely, I would say it's almost like buddy cop movie relationship between quarterback and tight end, mm-hmm. like a wide receiver threats, a wide receiver threat. And any quarterback that comes in there, like, obviously it's going to be different, but like, like tight end, I really feel like there's a chemistry there that gets it. And there's some quarterbacks that are really going to lean heavy on that tight end, or just like really kind of like that connection. It's a big option, obviously like that we have with Kelsey. Uh, we saw that with like Jimmy Graham and Drew Brees. Like they're just kind of like this, like one, two uh, punch from it. But yeah. really, like, if, like if, yeah, you know, we end up with Trey Fields in week four or week five, like, Maybe he's not a tight end guy, you know, like maybe he's really going to be pushing the ball and trying to push the ball further or a lot more mm-hmm. with his feet. And it's going to be like a little less tight end. So I think that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just, just it's the, it's a notch for just the uncertainty with Trey Lance and Garoppolo, you know, it'll, it, it someone's going to take a little while to, to get the rhythm. Uh, but then I do have Kittle three. Yeah. But then I'm going to b- go with my boy from Detroit, Mr. TJ Hawkinson. Okay. Yeah. I like him. I like him. I like him. It'll, like uh, Detroit's fascinating to me. That entire team, like what's going to happen. I do have, mm-hmm. uh, I have a little Detroit chat. We get to talk to Detroit uh, in the Brandon Gambling corner too. Yes. So, yeah. Right. And, and I think, you know, and also too, for the inverse of Kittle, he's going to be there. Well, oh, well, similar to Waller, he's going to be, Hawkinson's going to be like their main target and he's going to yeah. be working the middle and they're going to be easy throws for Jared Goff and play action. He's going to be a good matchup against linebackers. I like him. 
And then I kind of, I'm kind of uh, split. I know there's a big hullabaloo in Atlanta with one Mr. Kyle Pitts uh, yeah, last that night. Been, that would have been a sexy pick, but I know you're not tempted by sexiness. I'm a headlines guy. I want people writing about this tomorrow. Yeah, like, yeah. Sports Podcast 182, but you, you don't go for that. You're not tempted by that. You're just oh, like, what's the actual facts? Oh, clickbaity Dar- uh, Brandana. That's what we say, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I have Kyle Pitts five, but I also have him sharing a little love. I think mm-hmm. Noah Fant's going to be good this year. Oh, Fant, okay. Out That's of, fun. Denver. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, so that leans a little bit into Teddy Two Gloves. So that might be good for a little, like, check down love. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm basing this off of, like, you're getting points for reception, either half point or full point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. But, I mean, that wouldn't change your tight end order, right? No, but, it, I mean, but volume would. You know what I mean? It's like, if they're catching little five-yard outs, if – Yeah, yeah, if, sure. If, if – Noah Fant gets eight catches for 60 yards. You know what I mean? That's good. He's good. You know, when he gets that eight points for the catches, that's going to make him his value shoot up. Okay. So what I had is overrated. This is my overrated drafting a tight end. Mm -hmm. If you're not getting number one or number two, I mean, I love, I love the Waller take. I mean, I had Kittle as my number two, but if you're not getting like one of those uh, top two, I guess you could, you could twist my arm and say in top three. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, th- I think all these guys are going to go too early for them to be on your actual draft board. So unless like you really like little joy root for the team, like you're just, it'll force your hand unless it's because none of these guys are going to drop to you. So unless right. you're just kind of in the perfect, that perfect, like ADP spot where they're drafting, like maybe you can pull the trigger, but I'd rather, you know, when you're getting around that area, there's still plenty of WR ones on the board. Yeah. And are you looking to second round? pull the right. trigger on a tight end That's i mean yeah it does I, i'd much rather go for a wide receiver you know number one wide receiver in the second round than pull the trigger on kittle or waller maybe kelsey but even then that feels too rich for my blood exactly me too same thing okay let's do qbs qbs mm-hmm. uh i think it goes without question patrick mahomes of kansas city number one for sure josh allen i like number two out of buffalo yep then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm big on it, and, and I think it was from our draft. You noticed this. I'm gonna go Kyler Murray. Yeah, you three. were. Well, I mean, we're doing our breakdown for the league that will not be named. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you about that. I'm gonna talk that you you did do that, but I think that's why everyone's kind of having the vibe of you're the kind of guy that just builds the team you want. But you like him this year. Why do you really like him this year? I like him this year. I think he's gonna have natural progression. Each year he's gotten better. He's had 12 ints both years. Is first and second year but he's had 11 rushing touchdowns in year yeah. two uh, yeah. that's going to offset a lot of those points and he did say yeah he wants to stay in the pocket uh, but i think this is going to be just year three of the nfl game he's using his quickness the game is going to start slowing down from him his passing completion percentage is increased from like 61 or 2 percent to now 67 percent I'd like to see it probably stick in that 68 to 70% and just cut down on the turnovers. So I think, I think he's got D hop. He's got, yeah, AJ so like, Green. I, I was going to say that. Yeah. I, I would say like, you know, at least like top eight, like wide receiver combination, yeah. probably like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like pretty, yeah. a lot of good talent. Yeah. A lot of good talent. I think he's going to have enough options with Christian Kirk in the slot, although they keep trying to push him out. Uh, Rondell Moore, who they drafted in the second round. I don't think, 
Isabella might be kind of the odd man out in that group, but still there's, there's three or four good wide receivers there. Plus you've got Chase Edmonds, you know, I mean, there's some guys to dunk, dink and Duncan. He doesn't have to go deep over the top. He can, he can spread it all around and, and, and have some playmakers around him. It'll be interesting. Unfortunately, like one of the toughest divisions, if not the toughest division in the NFL. Yeah. So that's, you know, you really, cause this kind of looks like, you know, not like a, kind of a Bills-esque, like really ready to take that kind of like next step to like really be ready to talk about. But it's just like, it just once you start, you know, playing all those like NFC West games, it's just like, it's brutal. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, the Rams twice is going to sting. And, you know, let's see the 49ers defense. If they come back around, it'll be interesting. I, I keep talking every year. I feel like I'm I'm a broken record, but I'm just waiting for Seattle to fall off, you know. I know they won the division, which I totally forgot about last year. Right. It's fucking nuts. That was because I remember what was like two years ago. They were just like, oh, this team. Because, oh, yeah, because last year was the let, like, let Russell cook. Yeah. Year, let right? Russ cook. Yeah. Like, it was a little thing. It was like kind of had an MVP campaign going because it yeah. would be like that. Like the year before, it was just like they didn't let Russ cook until like fourth quarter. So they're just like playing like this run heavy offense. It's like, what's going on with this thing? Like, you just <laughs> right. have like, this Ferrari, you just keep it in the garage, like get it out there. Okay, uh, who's the number four QB? Number four, uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think he's going to put up big numbers rushing. I mean, he's basically going to be a running back that's going to throw touchdowns. And then uh, give me five, give me Aaron Rodgers. All right, moving on. can't believe you'd say that. Oh, I know. I'm sorry, man. This is fantasy. (laughs) This isn't isn't podcast. Um, This is fantasy time. Yeah, here's what I like about Aaron Rodgers is – uh, and this has nothing to do with him as a person because there's nothing I like about him as a person. But there is, I think, True that. I think getting traded, um, there's there's a little bit of this vibe of, I mean, he doesn't have to prove himself, but I really kind of just want to see him. I think it would pain the Packers more for him to be really good and even maybe even win a Super Bowl or at least get into the NFC Championship again and then just walk out like walk out the back door exactly like he said he was going to do right yes you know, i just think there's this interesting like he's going to be playing like just a man possessed and we, like we talked about i think we talked about it like uh two pots ago or whatever like aaron Rodgers, we've we've seen him just totally take plays off to get people fired but we've also seen him like go out of his mind to like show this does the talent there so yeah i think um i don't think i've had any big gripes uh, matt ryan's always kind of on my list like mm-hmm. higher in fantasy than he actually is you know, in real life, just because I don't know, the volume seems to be there. Like, you know, he's super trusted, like doesn't get injured a lot. You know, it's like a team that's probably going to play from behind and have some mistakes, but then, you know, there's his INT things always going to be a problem, but the yardage will be super high. Yeah. Um, okay. So one of my always says is uh, draft a QB super late. Yes. Because I feel like once you, if you miss out on the top, like, I don't know, three guys, like even with, I mean, you gotta be honest in your, in your list of five, I mean, probably like three of those are flyer guys or like finger cross guys, at least. I mean, you, you know, maybe like I would give Aaron Rodgers is like pretty solid. So I think he's going to be top eight, like Kyler Murray, like Lamar Jackson definitely have that boomer bust is way too dramatic. I mean, I think the floor is too high to say that mm-hmm. but I do. I do think there's a way that they could be kind of disappointing for how high you'd have to take them. That's why, that's why I really like your Kyle Murray. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you also have Dak Prescott, although the shoulder and the ankle injury little, but you've got a ton of weapons with him. 
but yeah. just his durability makes me worried. We mentioned Russell Wilson, although he has a brutal schedule this year. Uh, I, I put Justin Herbert as a sleeper on my yeah. list. Um, but you know, who knows sophomore year, second year in the league, we'll see like what's, you know, a lot of pressures on and, and oftentimes pressure year two can do things to a player. Like the expectation is there. Um, and I also have, you know, if you're, if you're like really wanting to draft late, right. And I know they just traded for Gardner Minshew, but Jalen hurts just in a, in a low risk low like low he's not going to kill you he's not going to throw five ints jalen hurts you know what i mean and, and really like sink your game like you know give you zero points on the board he might give you a couple rushing tds you know what i mean here or there um but i think like he might be just as good as like a Tannehill or even like a tom brady this year like points wise just because of his running ability and i i don't think he's gonna turn the ball over a great deal yeah That'll be that's interesting. I like that, and it's also I mean, kind of notoriously have like a really bad defense. So I mean, he might be put in the spot to be thrown around because I mean, I think you know that's something you always look for. They're always that quarterback that's up there that it's you know um, whatever. I know they say this in the the Simmons podcast, but like like good stats, bad team guy, like right. which is a little bit of the Matt Ryan point, which is like he'll have a lot of yards and a lot of like. Uh, TDs and opportunities to throw the ball because they'll just be that's how the grains game script will reach out. Um, all right, bro, hit us with some wide receivers. You didn't do like IDPs or kickers, right? No, 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 okay. no, no IDPs, no kickers. Uh, wide receivers. I'm, I'm, I think because of what we talked about, Scorch Earth with Aaron Rodgers, we saw them kind of give an homage to the last dance with Pippen and Jordan. I'm liking Devonte Adams at two or at one, excuse me. Yeah. Love I, I think he's going to be great this year. Uh, the wide receiver class is pretty deep, obviously. Um, give me number two, go to, to Buffalo. Uh, give me Stefan Diggs. I think he's going to have another solid year this year. You don't like, no, no, I like it a lot. It's just a heartbreaker. Like it's a heart. I think whatever yeah. you're forced. And I mean, I've, watch the Vikings do this a lot with obviously like people that helpfully didn't matter, like a, like a Cordell Patterson or um, what was that? Was the other guy that had like the really bad migraines? What's the name? Was that? Um, it was like, a, and he kicked returned also Percy. So Percy pretty, Harvin. Yeah. Percy Harvin. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, watching good like receivers or receivers he helped win. Obviously the uh, Randy Moss went before the end of his prime, but yes, uh, good for Stefan Diggs. He seems to have like a really solid connection there and his speeds being utilized and yes, he'll, and he's fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then I like Tyreek Hill. Uh, obviously he's going to be pretty phenomenal. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill is, is pretty solid in that offense. Then I like, you, you mentioned Matt Ryan. I think Calvin Ridley is going to be, cool. yeah. yeah, he's going to be a really good player this year. Um, I believe he is playing for a contract this year. This is his fourth year. Do you believe so in contract years? I do with wide receivers. Okay. I do with wide receivers. Skill position, I'm, I will put a little bit of that. But also, too, like it's just not, you know, I have a couple of my sleepers that are, that are both that for that reason, but are also in high-flying offenses. Like if I was, you know, talking about a wide receiver in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts, I'd be like, eh, maybe not a guy to, to – to pin your hat on, but an offense like you mentioned with Atlanta, where they might be playing from behind, 
you know, Matt Ryan is a competent quarterback. Uh, I could, you know, and it doesn't hurt me if they throw INTs. So um, give me Ridley at four. And so then can I ask you this real fast before you yeah, your yeah. fifth? Uh, how much do you weigh in like who's lining up on the other side for them? I don't mean like, I mean, just like the WR2 on that team. Like, let's say, does it, you know, does Adam Thielen's stock rise or fall because like Justin Jeffries is on the other side? Is that good? Because maybe it pulls some, like some, you know, the DB one's attention. Like if there's a shutdown corner, like, is that kind of better? Is it worse? Because like now we're threatening my targets a little bit. Like, you know, last year with like a, a Calvin Ridley and like a Julio Jones, where it's just like, all right, like how much is Ridley really going to get involved with like Julio Jones on the other side? How do you break that down? Yeah, no, I think you're, I think the, the first point is, is the most apt, right? Is I want somebody to alleviate some of the pressure, yeah. right? If I'm feeling and, and you're just, yeah. The coverage is going to be pulled to Justin Jefferson and I might get a few matchups or I might, there might be a play where they're like, Hey, we're setting him up for this. And you feeling like you just look like you're going to be a decoy and then you pop him over the top and you get a big play. So I'm all for, I'm all for that. Now, when you have certain arenas where you've got just like loaded, obviously Hopkins stands apart and like Arizona stands apart. But when you have all these other Rondell Moore, AJ Green, like those wide receivers too. It's hard to see like who's going to stand out from the pack, right? Like who's going to yeah. be that guy? A, um, you know, Dallas is a great, you know, comparison as well too. You've got Gallup, you've got Cooper, and you've got CD Lamb. Like eventually, Dak is going to settle on his one A and his one B. Yeah. And and is that going to be leaving Gallup in the lurch? Who's also planning for a contract this year too? You know. So that's a great point. So a WR one's a WR one regardless. So you don't really need to let the other factors weigh in. But it, once you get to WR two, you need to be looking at like your WR threes or WR fours to see like, is there playing time? Are there targets like maybe a little in jeopardy if they're kind of like neck and neck with these other dudes? Yep. Perfect. Number five, bud. DeAndre Hopkins. Nuke, give it to me. I like him. I love him. I've loved him. Um, oh, PS, by the way, Kyler Murray, number three last year in fantasy points according to our league that shall not be named point scoring. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, Card- the Cardinals are, I mean, the, my top five teams to watch. I mean, that team's just going to be really fun to watch. Yes. It's going to be exciting. Crans uh, Crapple Hopper mm-hmm. will have his team ready to go. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be good. You know, they're, they're going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah, tough division. I mean, it would be like it would probably be America's darling, like bandwagon wise, if they were, you know, for sure, like NFC East or something. Again, um, all right, buddy, we got one left, right? The RBs. The RBs. Let me. You want a couple of sleepers for wide receiver, real quick? Oh, of course, buddy. Okay, oh, so here's one note I had, so I'll jump in there. Uh, the don't draft. I don't know if this is going to cancel you out. Ooh. I have no Cincinnati Bengals wide receivers. Ooh. they're all undraftable. Ooh. I'm just really, really worried. I know they're young and stuff. I'm just really worried about this Joe Burrow upright thing. Like I'm super concerned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think game script will have them throwing it a lot, but I think it's been him running for his life and not playing all 17 games. Yeah. That's not good. You're, you're absolutely right. So you don't like Jamar chase. Or uh, T. Higgins, or uh, our boy Tyler. Yeah, it's, it's not that I don't think they're talented. I just think that yeah. their offense is going to really struggle to just move the football. 
I hear you. No. Uh, yeah, that's a good call out. And yeah, since he's, since he's going to be interesting, there, there will be one because there's always one that comes out of the pack. But to your point, the, the prolific nature of uh, Joe Burrow might not be there if he's sitting on the bench. Yeah, we'll talk about this on the draft podcast after, but just looking in a draft that you and I participated in yesterday, right. uh, Cincinnati was, I think it was the second team to have uh, three wide receivers from their team drafted. Does that make Dallas sense? Dallas being the other? Um, yes, I think, it was, I think it was Dallas, yeah. Yeah, it Dallas would make sense. Wasn't? Yeah, it was Dallas. Would have, I mean, Gallup would have made it made good sense because I can't think of you know, uh, well, I mean, Arizona, if AJ Green got taken too, because I know Rondell Moore and D Hop were taken. Yeah, it wouldn't be the Rams, right? Rams, you've got Cooper, Woods, Van That's Jefferson cool. was taken. Yeah, maybe. Okay, but I mean, this, anyways, this is, this is this is not pot talk. This is, <laughs> yeah, we are getting to it. Sorry, guys. Uh, we'll get back to it. All right. Uh, running, uh, sleepers, you give me wide receiver sleepers. Go ahead. So I, you know, we, we talked about the Herbert and the Chargers. I, I like Mike Williams this year. I know we've kind of teased around, is this going to be the year? I think he's going to be their big play threat. Keenan Allen's going to, you know, talk about taking pressure off. People yep. are going to be very focused on Keenan Allen. It is his, they picked up his fifth year option. He's playing for a deal this year. And I think they're going to be very good. My okay. other sleeper in, uh, I'm going with DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers. Had high volume of catches, also in his fifth year. Uh, I like, I like just, I like Carolina. I like Robbie Anderson, and I yep. also like Terrence Marshall as well too. Um, but Every I just default mode is that Sam Darnold's going to suck, and it's just yeah. like, what if he's like slightly decent, or what if you know, know being coached by Adam Gase is the worst fucking thing in the world, which For sure. might not be incorrect. So right. it'll be really fun to. I just. To me, the Darnold thing also is like, is his confidence completely shot? Like, can this be resurrected? So it'll be, it'll be. He, yeah, he looked pretty good in the, his last preseason game. So we'll see how that carries over. Yeah. You know, I, I like Matt Rule. I love Joe Brady, the uh, passing game offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. I think it could be. And here's the thing is, is like, I, I don't care about an interception. So if Darnold yeah. throws 16 INTs, but throws 40 touchdowns, this year, which yeah, I'm, that might be high, but you know what I'm saying? Like if he goes Stafford esque that, that breakout year for Stafford, where he threw 41 touchdowns, 5,000 yards and 17 yeah. TDs, uh, we'd be like, Oh shit, Darnold. What's up? This is the yeah. guy that we thought he was. If he goes for it, like, I mean, DJ's more getting like, you know, a third of those, maybe a little lower, but like, I mean, we're in like what, like 15, 16 TD territory. Be, I mean, uh, that, that'd be, yeah, that'd be insane. Uh, any other sleepers at wide receiver? Uh, no, no. Okay. Did I buzzsaw you on the other ones? Or was there sleepers that aren't running back that you wanted to talk about? Uh, tight end Tyler Higby. Okay. I like him for the Rams. You know, that's one of those late value plays that you can pick up, you know, that Stafford's going to find the tight ends and he, he's going to move the ball around. He's Stafford's a competent quarterback. What do you think about the tight end situation in Philadelphia? Dallas Godert and uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah. I don't know. I think Ertz might be falling off a little bit, although Godert might be just like, have we again, he might be the Mike Williams of tight ends, or it's like, I thought you were supposed to be better. Yeah. You're supposed to be good. You know what I mean? You're I like, you're, you start looking at your watch, you're like, is this like the fifth year that I said that you're going to blow up and I'm still yeah. seeing dog shit? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. When is this going to happen? Right. 
so i mean we'll see you know i mean i think earth's i think you know last year was his you know his best we're not his best year he didn't play very well last year and was injured but i think he, you know he's just another year removed i think it's hard at to play that position to be physical like that and still like have breakaway speed and and catch the ball is is tough at times yeah for sure okay rbs let's get into them all right uh i uh, again christian mccaffrey i think he's gonna be utilized i think he's my number one if you in a league where you get points per reception from a running back standpoint he's going to get a lot of volume i he off he could be injured but uh, you know yeah, that's the only concern with this number one, right? It's just his health and his injury, like just kind of getting like banged around just because he's going to be used so much. But I mean, knock on wood, you know, we never root for injuries and hope everybody like stays healthy and stays healthy. But if you're walking in a situation and your only drawback is, hey, this guy got might get injured because they're going to use him all the time. You know, the right. second half of that sentence is used all the time. So it's right. definitely, definitely worth that. My number two running yeah. back, I might be... Um... This might be a little bit of a reach here. I still think he's a top five guy, but I really like him this year. In his entire career, 44 NFL football games, three, uh, 44 NFL games, probably like five, 600 carries total, averaging 5.2 yards per carry, 28 TDs. I'm talking Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb. from the fucking Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you like this guy. Okay. I like I like Chubb. And I'm not, I'm not so concerned with Hunt, Hunt? right? Okay, there's so no concern look, with Hunt. Like, I, I mean, there's, there's, there's concern in any running back where you've got a quality backup, but I don't think like I think it's going to make him last longer throughout the season. So when you looked at when uh, Chubb was injured early on in the season, Hunt was there. He was like a top RB, like top ten RB. And then when Chubb came back full time from the second half of the season, you know, Hunt was like in the top 18 or 19 or, you know, top, just inside the top 20. And Chubb still had a great year. So look at it as a top 10 play. So I think like this year, he's going to get even better this year. Um, Stefanski, the head coach, you know, looking at that Dalvin Cook kind of model, he's going to run him, he's going to give him the opportunity. You know, they're going to use multiple backs and that's okay. I think everyone's going to, there's going to be enough to eat over there in Cleveland. Okay. So plenty of running situations. I mean, it's always good too to have a running back on a good team. Offensive yep. line seems legit. So yep. he's going to be rules. He's going to take it off. So are we looking at more of a, so would you say the timeshare as far as running back goes, is it closer to like a saint situation with like, you know, Murray and Alvin Kamara, or are we closer to like a Tennessee thing where it's like Derrick Henry and like Chubb, just like true kind of bell cow that'll just like, when he's get like a breath or something like will come out. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little closer to, you know, the Kamara um, uh, Murray, right. Where you've got two yeah. quality backs and, you know, we, I can give you a series off, right. Mm-hmm. And let you play. But, you know, there, you know, Camara is so much out of the backfield and with his reception, you know, capabilities that I think, you know, Chubb is going to be pretty much like, hey, he can catch the ball, but I think he's going to be still like a straight line, straight ahead runner. For sure. Um, yeah. Between the and it's not necessarily like that Cream Hunt is great at catching the ball either. So it's not like, right. Any- 
kind of losing it for that for that and i don't even know if that's completely like you know in cleveland scheme just kind of wondering like the timeshare okay all right i like it who do you got for three three uh this might hurt your feelings a little bit not really because it's a bike but it's dalvin cook that doesn't hurt my feelings oh you should no, be higher no no no, no. why well, did i well because your boy i haven't said your boy's name yet <laughs> no i was said yeah. Derek Hunter. um yeah so i like dalvin cook it, Injury issues is the only concern on this one too, right? Yeah, I mean, again, but that's one of those things where you know it's the it's the McCaffrey factor of it's like, can we can we gig this guy for injuries in the past? He's tore up his knee. He played healthy last year. He was great last year. You know, they've got offensive weapons. Hopefully, Irv, Irv Smith comes back. That'll be helpful for the Vikes, and you know. Um, He's going to be involved in the passing game too. They're they're going to run screens for him. They're going to get him out of the backfield, and and he's dynamic. You know, in the middle of the field, going against linebackers and safeties. You know, so I, I like it. And that was on my flyer list too. My flyer was actually uh, Madison, like taking a flyer on him, just because like Alexander I, Madison. Yeah, yeah. Just in case something again, never rooting for injuries, but in case something did happen to Cook, it just based on like his high uses, also like. Madison is no Delvin Cook, but he seems to really like he's a talent. And when they plugged him in like uh, two years ago, just kind of took the ball and ran with it. Ooh, sorry. Ooh, be- there you go. What up? Bum, 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 bum. I know, that was not supposed to be. I, I might edit that out. First time I've ever edited out an actual pun. Um, <laughs> all right, buddy, who's four? Number four, Derek Henry. Gotta um, be. I, I, I moved him down just a little bit on this list because we're, we're entering of carries we're entering an unprecedented kind of period for a running back with this volume of the last three years. So I'm not, again, not rooting for it, but I'm going to give those guys a little bit more of an upside tick, your Chubb and your cook over Henry. But clearly, I mean, we've seen what he can do. We know exactly what he's going to do. You know, he's going to be kind of fantasy old, reliable. Um, You know, uh, there's going to be games where he will absolutely win you your fantasy week, just, because he's going to put up like a buck 85, three touchdowns and like 30 yards of receptions. You know what I mean? So for that, you got to at least have them just for those one-off games where you're like, all right, this week's one because of Derrick Henry. He's a monster. Uh, If you are joining our podcast for the first time, I called this around episode one. So (laughs) three years ago, I was on that Henry train driving it. All right, but who you got for five? Number five, uh, give me some of that Jonathan Taylor. I've loved him coming out of Wisconsin. I've liked him since day one. Yeah. Offensive line play will be there. I know the quarterback's a little bit of an issue, but you know they're going to keep him. He's going to keep churning. He's figuring out the game, the speed why? of it. Why am I down on? Why am I down on Jonathan Henry? Because because he's from Indianapolis and you don't like the Colts. Okay, thanks. That did help. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about it today. I was just like, I can't believe how that um, Andrew Luck retired. Like, I still, like, it still hits me, like, every, like, twice a year. I'm just like, wouldn't it be so much more fun to have him in the league? Yes, yes. Oh, it would be so much more. We did our podcast, our last joint podcast over there in New York. You and I sat down in the booth, and we talked in depth about Mr. Andrew Locke. That was, like, two years ago. Is that that crazy to think? Yeah, it is is crazy. I mean, it's crazy to think we've been doing this for, like, three and a half years. All right, look at this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Any other sleepies you want to drop? Uh, well, this year is probably just real quick is 
probably the deepest running back class in a long time. I didn't mention Alvin Kamara. We know what he can do. Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, Aaron Jones had a great year. Saquon Barkley, uh, Antonio Gibson, Austin Eckler. Austin I mean, yeah. there's some there's some deep, deep running backs in here. One sleeper that I do like, and I know, oh, you know, Clyde edwards Alar. I didn't even mention him from uh, from Kansas City. The, the one guy that I like that's going to be a little bit of a late sleeper, and I know it's tough to trust uh, Patriots running bats. Yes. Yeah. But I like Damian Harris. I think he's going to be quality. He's not going to fumble. And I think he's going to be – he's going to do all the things Belichick wants him to do, picking up blitzes, all that good stuff. And, you know, Ramondre Stevenson had a fumble in preseason. Some of these guys are just going to be like, you know – I think I think Harris is going to catch a rhythm this year, yeah, and, well, and where you're getting them is going to be is going to be like high reward, relatively low risk. Yeah, what they feel legit about this also is you know they moved Sony Michelle for a reason, right? So and, and a team that likes to clutter up the backfield on who's getting the football, like they're literally just like let's just get this other dude out of here, which might just mean that they want to give this bigger share uh, to the guy there. Real fast, what you thought about Sony Michelle and the Rams? Like, why are the Rams making this move? Like, Daryl Henderson, not the future. They love Sonny Michelle that much. Or are we going to go to, like, we don't know who's going to be out there on what drive? Yeah, I think it's just – I think this is a depth trade, right? I, we just want another competent running back. I don't need Sonny Michelle to be a 1,000-yard back. I need him to spell Henderson in moments because I can't have Henderson out there. You know, Henderson – running backs are going to be like Major League Baseball players where they're just going to be on a pitch count. All right, you've 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 snapped. You've had thirty-seven snaps in this game. We need you to sit and take a break, you know, yeah. for the next nine snaps. Take it easy, and then we'll get you back out there to catch a rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like we kind of forget that. Like just because that's not convenient for like fantasy football and how we want to yeah. score points, like they don't give a shit about that. It's like no. it's just about like they want to win football games. They want to keep their guys healthy. We get it. Um, all right, we are uh, running out of time. We're jumping to the inbox real fast. Uh, we're gonna do one of these. Um, so this is really funny. So this is email of the year. Send us this email, and we've already discussed it. Sent it uh, March twenty seventh, two thousand nineteen. I'm not sure when we did it, but it's like uh, the Greek freak is most likely NBA MVP. If Milwaukee Bucks and Green Bay Packers fan had a vote to choose either Aaron Rodgers or Giannis being under contract for the next five years, but that means they'd lose the other. Which are they choosing to keep? And I think oh. both of us said Rogers and emailer being smart, ping this again. And it was just like bringing this one back. <laughs> like, cause we both went Rogers is like, what do we think now? So let's return to this question in Wisconsin. Which one did they go with? They go with Giannis to lock him down for five years and lose Rogers or lock Rogers down and lose Giannis. Well, I mean, that's actually the most likely thing that's going to happen, right? No, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Giannis is locked up and they're going to lose Rogers. So, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So you're almost uh, asking, like, would they force their hand and have another five years of Rodgers and lose Giannis now that they have a chip? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I mean, do you want to keep a guy that doesn't want to be there versus a guy that clearly loves being in Milwaukee and loves the franchise and Giannis? Oh, yeah. yeah, you so know what I mean? Like, Giannis might be one of the most like charming, fun. He's the anti-Rodgers, like, superstar that Milwaukee and Wisconsin love, right? He's not petulant. He's not, he just wants to win. He's super humble. 
you know, comes from, you know, uh, a really tough upbringing and really kind of brings like a blue collar mentality of working hard, like a a city that Milwaukee can kind of like build upon where it's like fucking Aaron Rodgers is a little like, you know, he's a little, he's a little uh, highfalutin, you know what I mean? Lives in California. I, I don't think like probably enjoys living in Wisconsin for six months out of the year. I know I'm speculating, but this is my point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't think he's, I don't think he's fucking, you know, He's not Wisconsin. He's not cheese curds. Giannis not, cheese yeah. curds. Yeah, there's definitely like it's Wisconsin. There's a pride about their sports, obviously, because it's just like it's up here. It's, it's cool. Let's get excited about something. And to just have like your franchise player, like I'd much rather have. And, you know, the odds of the Bucks win another chip, I guess the odds of like the Packers win another chip, like it would, I would definitely have to give it to the Bucks. I mean, I think yeah. at, at this point, even though yeah. just because the NFC, like just getting through that playoff is, is a tough thing. So, yeah. And it's also like, I, I mean, I think you and I see, I, I, I don't know what like happens to you, but when I hear like of a player that doesn't want to be there, just, I'm just like getting the fuck out. Like, right. you know, when Randy Moss was, I think like second time with the Vikings or something, he's just like, Oh, like the best quarterback I ever played, like Tom Brady, he's awesome. I wish I was a Patriot. And she's like, good, well pack your bags then. Right. Pack your bags, get, get out of here. Get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So and, and Wisconsin's very much like that. I mean, they love their Packers for sure, but they love their Packers. They don't love their Aaron Rodgers. They would yeah. gladly take, you know, if Jordan Love came out and was like, I love Madison. I love the Badgers. You know what I mean? Like started saying all the things that, you know, Wisconsin people love. I love all the lakes that are around here. They would fucking love Jordan Love. They'd be like, hit the bricks, Rodgers, yeah. you loser. Yeah, absolutely. Go drink your scotch somewhere else. <laughs> so this uh, <laughs> that scotch. It shows how just everything changed. So yes, emailer, we will change our answer on that. Okay, we'll have more inbox to jump into next week. But cooking, remember, Brandon the Gambling Corner. We've got two to go through. But Neapolitan Showdown right now. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. Neapolitan showdown doing best frozen foods. Why are we doing this, bro? You know what? I was, I forget what I was reading. I was reading something about like good frozen, like TV dinners, like as a kid. And I was like, Ooh, we haven't done a food thing in a while. And I think this might be something good to kind of sink our teeth into. Oh, nice. Nice. Long run with it. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, So did you have a lot of frozen? I mean, were there frozen dinners that you had? Let's say this, and it rolls out. Were you excited about a frozen dinner or were you like thumbs down? Ooh, yeah. Growing up as a kid, thumbs down for sure. As I got older, like college years, definitely was crushing some some yeah. microwavables for sure. I just kind of remember like kids cuisine. Do you remember that? Mm. Like, that is like super. I think like late 80s, early 90s. I, I picture like a blue box, like maybe a pink one as a logo, but it would be like, there'd yes. be like a little dessert in there. And sometimes you'd have to break out the dessert and then like kind of cook that longer or like separate and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember having occasionally like the, like the hungry man, like the Stouffer's and stuff. You know what I mean? And I remember always like the chocolate cake was always inedible. And then every once in a while you get like, you get the one where, I, I wouldn't read the box well enough. And then it was like 
oh this is like some like cherries jubilee like next to like salisbury steak steak and scallop potatoes like what the fuck is this college is a good point did you ever go through like um i'm gonna try to use these to like eat healthier like and yes. i think that's like a little like post-college thing where it's just like all right like i'm just loading up on like whatever these like these healthy choices and i'm just gonna like this one i have for like lunch and dinner yeah yeah i'm crushing lean cuisines because you know it's as lean <laughs> in the fucking title yeah exactly back i feel like back before the fda made people be honest it's just like oh it says lean it must be good for you great it's like oh snack wells these are fat-free devil food cookies perfect so i can eat a sleeve <laughs> um all right buddy what do you got the number three slot um my number three i used to eat i used to fucking mouth these in college come home drunk fire up the oven pop them in little talking about remember tina's burritos Oh, burritos. No, I thought you were going to go somewhere else, but I'm not going to say yes. on the list. But. They are the like, they're the little, they're like 89, they were like 89 cents at the grocery store. There's, you could just buy bundles. Is this of the them. one that came in different flavors? There'd be like bean and cheese and it was like an orange wrapper. It was like, yes. like hot and there was the, like a red wrapper. Like, yeah. The fucking, the fucking logo is like clip art. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's red hot beef. Uh-huh. Bean, bean and cheese beef yeah. and bean and then the green which is underrated get a little your own salsa or hot sauce going on this bean and beef with green chili with green chili i do remember that yeah um all right i'm gonna give you two points for the number of times you have to get up in the middle of the night and use the bathroom so you got for two sure. there i'm doing um this one is my most recent for sure but uh doing are you familiar with these pot stickers you get at trader joe's oh but i love pot, pot stickers but no yeah, so it's it's just pot stickers, but it's like uh, like goiza, and it's just like you just yes. put like a little oil in there and you cook them. But it's like it's and actually a friend of the pod, Trent, like showed me how to cook them. Like you like he like subs in water with like uh, soy sauce, they just like really get like that soy flavor in there. And then you get like a little spicy mustard, you dip it in. It is it is off the chain. Oh, I like how you like Julia Childs this up for you. Oh, really, yeah, really showed you how to do it. Like dropped in some broccoli, like just some fresh broccoli too. So you have that in there so you can feel healthy. It's like I had a healthy meal today. It's like, no, you didn't. You ate broccoli. Yeah, you ate broccoli yeah, you... this soy sauce with a bunch of pot stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, right. I usually crush about, uh, I think the bag has 16. And I usually can break that into two servings. So I'm going to give myself eight points for the number of pot stickers I put down. I like it. Very good. Uh, I, you know, I've been without Trader Joe's since we moved away. Everywhere he moved has not had a Trader Joe's, which is a little criminal. Yeah, it's a little too much of like a lifestyle for me where people are just like, oh, Trader Joe's, you got to go. And it's like, I mean, I'll go there if it's close, but like, I'm also fine going to like a regular grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the lines can get a little intense too. For sure. Yeah. And you know what? We don't, I don't need all all the grocery store flair, fucking Hawaiian shirts. I don't need all of that. I don't need the flair. I mean, I love your branding department, did a hell of a job. Like, I'm seeing brush it's super consistent but it's just like i don't know why don't we knock a dime off of everything and just lose all like this pirate boat in the back and everything like that (laughs) exactly i don't want to get caught in your fucking net all right let's let's go all right my number two um we talked about these because they do have the healthy alternative but i'm going old school i'm crushing the hot pockets put them in that little metallic sleeve put them in there 97 seconds you're in, you're out. I have three flavors that I, I vibe on. All the rest is bullshit. Ham and cheese is actually fucking, actually disgusting. Yeah, I think that's good. Fuck ham and cheese. Right. 
which is three flavors. I don't think I know enough of them to vote. I mean, the pepperoni, pepperoni pizza's on there. Pepperoni pizzas, yes, absolutely. And also like pepperoni pizza's distant cousin, fucking the meatball, right? With marinara. That's good. And give me, even though they're garbage people, give me Philadelphia cheesesteaks. Oh, the cheesesteak one. That's wild. What's yeah. the, that beef like? Is it thin enough cut beef? You know, know what? When you're when you're drunk and you're hungry, it's not too That's bad. Better. You know what I'm saying? Um, here's my problem with hot pockets. I don't think I've ever had one cooked properly. No, like the same heat throughout. Like there's yep. always there's a cold impossible. Spot. Like, you can't tell the cold spot's gonna be. I mean, this is pretty, I mean, pretty corny in all these like references. But there's absolutely that. It's and the temperature goes from when you cook it. It's either scalding hot, like it burns the roof of my mouth, which hangs with you for like a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's collateral damage. Or, yeah, or and or like so you sit there and you have to wait for it. I don't know what it is about that food. Maybe like you're saying it's a drunk food, but then you just can't wait for it to cool. Like I didn't wait for something to cool until I was like 32, I think. Like <laughs> <laughs> before they like I was just like showing my mouth like a blow on it and just like just try to consume it. And that is the worst thing. But it goes from just like scorching hot and then all of a sudden like you let it cool and then it's like it's almost like refrozen, <laughs> like it's always back together. It's just like where's like the normal temperature? Yeah, there is there is like a, a, a you know an x and y axis of like the perfect time yeah. to eat a hot pocket. Yeah. I definitely I've definitely mastered a little bit of technique. I like to hold it in the sleeve to try and get that center still kind of continually cooking after I post pulled it out of the microwave. Okay. So I'm holding it in the sleeve, letting trying to get that center. Sure. I will bite a corner, yeah, and then I'll just let that steam kind of seep out. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. even try and like come from the sides then and try and like squeeze open it up kind of just gonna let some some air get in there get it here blow in you know most awesome milking his hot pocket exactly. <laughs> just... you know you know <laughs> uh do um, you ever and i'm sure you never had the patience because especially like what you're talking about the source that this food provides you is like i'm not going to get something immediately you yeah. ever try to cook them in the stove you ever done the stove option because you hate microwaves so much? Like I hate microwaves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't believe you can cook hot pockets in a in a stove. I don't think there's directions for it. I didn't check out the back. Usually, I think especially back in those mm, days. I think, I think that's no, like, that's not for us though. Impossible. No, that's impossible. that's for the Rockefellers and the fucking Gettys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty close to yours, but mine will go in the stove. But again, like just hit rewind and listen to all the things temperature wise that I had a problem with for hot pockets when it comes to Totina's pizza rolls. Yeah, baby. It's a staple. They're miniature hot pockets. Same technique. It is. They're miniature hot pockets. There's a corner on the market. I don't think there's other companies doing it. If there are like no one's using it. It's kind of, it's special occasion food. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I want to put out special occasion. Wait, wait, wait. What, (laughs) what occasion is that? I don't know. It's it's either football game. It's when you have people over, because it's not, it's not a meal. Like you've never just like, what'd you have for dinner last night? It's just like, oh, like I had like a fucking 20 pack of like, like Totino's. 64 Totino's pizza rolls. Yeah. And it, it kind of, it's not the drunk food category because it takes a little too long to cook because you got to cook. I do like they have the natural thing too when they'll pop a little bit so you can see if they're ready. But it's usually a friend's coming over. Like, and it's just like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's frap, frap atizers. Frap atizers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bro, uh, apoprosatizer. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. Okay, yeah, I like Totino's pizza rolls. Um, I do like that you put them in the oven. It's funny too because I'll put Tina's burritos in the oven, not in the microwave, but hot pockets in the microwave and Totino's pizza rolls 
think yeah you're right i think it's more of an oven thing because if you put them in the microwave they get like soggy and flat yeah 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 so, i like yeah, it it's gonna bring up um our buddy was number one uh we crush these pizzas on a regular basis today mm. I'm going the freshetta frozen pizza, specifically either the five cheese brick oven crust, or give me some spinach and roasted mushroom. Fucking Whoa. phenomenal, delicious. Rat you just brought up. Just yeah, like, exactly. Almost sounds like someone that has a country club membership. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so we knew frozen pizza was going to show up on someone's list. Yes, and so course. like I almost want, I almost should have tried to block, but I wouldn't have guessed this. Do you remember the? I don't remember the brand, but it was the red box. And I think they were like 99 cent pizzas, but they weren't like, they, they weren't like the small pieces. I mean, it was like normal, but it was like, and it had the, um, you know, the miniature diced pepperonis. Like it wasn't like brown pepperonis, but it was like oh. tiny little pepperoni cubes. Not, not Red Baron, right? Those had Red Baron. No, no. Cause Red Baron had like the circle, like the circle ones, but it was like. Tino's? Was it Tino's? I think it's like, I think it's like Tino's or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it had like, like a few flavor and like the sausage, like no way any of it was real meat. I remember like how cheap they were, but they, they were just the right size. You could throw that in the oven. But I like, yes. Was the, were you tempted to throw DiGiorno's on there or were you ever DiGiorno's guy? Or too much bread is usually the note. Too much crust. Yeah. Yeah. The thin crust, because those are both like on the thinner crust. Yeah. Cause, you know, putting those in the oven, you know, the take and bake's the one that's like, you know, I think when I was a kid, probably even in college, I wanted more bread because I was like, that's, I'm getting more for my money as, as a mature sure. adult eating frozen pizzas. I want yeah. a little less <laughs> like there's some spinach and mushrooms on this. <laughs> right. Just exactly. No, 2.0 loves the, the spinach and mushroom pizza. That's kind of like, I mean, that would be a life goal to me. That would make me feel like I was a good parent. It would just be like my kids in the spinach. Yeah. Like, I'm, doing, I'm doing something right. Yeah, for sure. Jam. Um, all right. My top spot talking and this is it's filled with nostalgia i mean i haven't had one in like uh eight to ten years but i'm going with the the banquet frozen dinners yeah doing the red box and i'm doing the mexican enchiladas Ooh. i'm with two different it would there was a cheese enchilada and a beef enchilada and they were right there together had the sauce and whatever and then like and it has a side of rice and a side of beans like you cut the slit in the enchilada yep. part of it you throw that in the microwave like three and a half minutes pull the sleeve off just do like 30 more seconds so another paranoia if like the cheese one's going to be cold in the middle mm -hmm. like let it cool for a second and then just go to town it's i mean it's got to be pumped with so much salt and msg but it was tasty was it like uh it's i'm envisioning this as like almost like an oval like microwavable like tin that you had it in right not tin yeah, it, plastic yeah, it, yeah so it was the it was uh so it was it's basically it's you know it's sectioned off like basically yeah. a plate that you would get at like a picnic, but it's like a black plastic, black right. plastic that's kind of in there, and then like the two enchiladas right there with the sauce and everything, and you just like pop, yeah, microwave, pull it up. I'm I'm into it. Do you ever remember the ones where it was like you need multiple slits, like slit three times, and you're like, yeah, that's oh. why you had to read. Like one would be like slit, and it was one like poke holes with the fork, and yes. it's just like oh up on the dessert, it's like pull that corner back, and it's just yeah. like I paid attention to all that stuff. I was just like, I was like, I feel like you guys 
this gives me a little bit more confidence that you guys are trying to figure out how to cook all this shit evenly. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. It was everything like in the same packaging. I was like, all right. I'm right. Gonna- the the foods that are like removed from package, those are the ones that are like, these guys don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> they don't trust <laughs> me at all. Microwave is just like, put a slit and it's like, where? And then it's just like, I don't know, whatever you feel like. Just- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. I This is totally off subject, but we got some microwavable popcorn for the kids. They love the microwave popcorn the fucking range on the time usually it's like two minutes and 15 seconds to like 245 like that's your window and you kind of got to feel it out the fucking range on this popcorn that we bought was like one minute and 15 seconds to three minutes and 35 seconds or like 33 seconds or 30 seconds and you're like that's too big of a range i I don't know when to cook this so I've, it's really funny you bring this up being super off topic and guys enjoy your bonus hour of power as it kind of rolls over. But the one we uh, cooked my first bag of popcorn and probably like in the microwave in like 10 years, again, like these are for whatever reason, it's like thrown back. I love how they all say, um, don't use the popcorn setting on the microwave. Like, I don't know if that's so they were kind like constantly yeah. getting letters and it's just like we we're not this isn't a team effort on the microwave they have not discussed with us like how long to cook that right but you really like the rule of cooking the popcorn is like you really just have you have to lean on i'll take a little less popcorn and not have this be burnt yes as opposed to like i'm trying to get every last kernel popped yes so it's basically like that was and that's what i remember i was like oh this is how it done so i burnt one and we just like threw it away and it was like we'd listen it's just like as soon as it was getting close and i didn't hear like a pop like every three seconds i'd be like stop that pull that yeah exactly and you you're you're 100 right you're better to be a little early than a little late because once you're a little late it's now rounded the corner where it's no longer buttery and it's almost like it's almost like styrofoam at that point you know what i mean on the edge of being burnt your popcorn um yeah so my number one I haven't had in a while <laughs> these are old <laughs> so it has to be uh normally make- great with transitions you're like man we're done now <laughs> gold goes to uh this round goes to most awesome this neapolitan showdown where'd he go uh, all right brandon the gambling corner bring us to the jam Um, NFL futures doing the NFC East and NFC North. Yeah, baby. Uh, you got yours in. How'd you do? How'd you do? How close did you get? I think I got uh, well a couple of them. Well, one team, my team, I got right on. All right, but I don't want to do that. Let's start. I guess I bared a little bit. Uh, NFC East. NFC East. Let's go with uh, the Washington Football Team. Playoffs Washington. last year. Mm-hmm. Took it to fucking Tampa Bay, Tampa Brady. Yeah, like I mean, I mean the biggest like probably shock of the postseason teams were like uh, the football team making it there. Yeah, uh, getting an actual home game, which is kind of crazy. Right, and then like uh, taking Tampa Bay to the distance. Uh, moving on from Haskins pretty quickly, like already kind of shipped him out of there. But uh, Fitzpatrick is that our situation? He was named the starter, yes, by Riverboat okay. Ron. Interesting. Um, not my lowest team in this division, but pretty close to it. A uh, little surprising. Ooh, B's uh, awful. You don't like this team. 
I don't. I feel like I'm a little. I'm a little low, and it's. I feel like I want to change. I want to change a little. All right. Uh, I got um, football team at eight wins. Very good. I had eight and a half, and it is eight and a half. Eight and a half. Dead <laughs> yeah, I think this is a squarely like again five hundred team. You know what I mean? But the defense is going to be really good this year. You know what we don't talk, talk about? That's great. That's a really good point. Also, we don't talk enough about defense, but it's also like. Fitzpatrick, you know, like these other guys, like these Drew Breeses, and obviously not in that class like Tom Brady, he's going to have a drop off eventually. I feel right. like his career's ended like three or four times, and then he just kind of like fights his way back into the conversation or fights his way back into a starting job to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's going to be the next time that he falls off the cliff and just can't get his way back. And so, who's backing up in Washington? Who's our second quarterback? Remember Tyler Henneke, I believe, is their oh, second. Yeah he, the guy. Yeah. yeah, he was fun to watch. I thought it was like, oh, maybe they might have found something with him in in Washington uh, after you know after Haskins went uh, the way of the dodo. So, yeah. uh, next team, let's go with the Eagles. Eagles. So, I mean, this is you know, kind of, you have the bottom tier of who you think is going to have the worst record, which is your Texans, your, yeah. uh, I don't know, people for some, do people have the lines there? Lines are there. Right? Yeah, they do. That's yeah. correct. That's, yeah. that's not, I'm always on the lines. I'm kind of always wrong. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> once you step up from that there, I think there's a tier by itself, which would be the Eagles, which is still a bad team, but like not the running for the worst record. Um, like moving on to showing confidence in Jalen Hurst, which is, um, we'll see, you know, there's so many stories about seeing a quarterback play like two or three games when he's young and just looking impressive. And it's just like, Oh, and then people get him clocked or figured out, or like the consistency is not there. I've been six and a half points. You fucking nailed it at six and a half. I was low and had him at five. I just didn't like their schedule. I didn't like the weird cause they did just trade for Minshew. And I think it's like, um, that's right. I'm, I like not, that trade a lot. I do like the trade. I like the trade. It just makes it me like wonder. Sixth, right? It was like a fifth or a sixth. Yeah, 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 six. And you know, he's going to be, you know, a below average, but he's still a starting quarterback or can be a starting quarterback. He's proven it. So it's like, yeah. what, uh, you know, what, what, what confidence do you have in Jalen Hurts? I'm not sure. So that's why I was kind of coming at him from a little, little bit lower of an angle. And that's what's scary on these teams also. And I'm sure, I think we talked about a little bit with the Chargers also. I don't want to mortgage future. I don't want to make a big bet on a quarterback that could go either way. Like Jalen Hurst could be like really fun. And it's like, do I want Jalen Hurst like controlling, you know, this bet for me? Like, did I essentially just bet on Jalen Hurst to win like seven football games? It's just like, that's a tough thing. Yeah. I also don't want to like bet against them in this NFC East. That could be really bad. You know, it's definitely the weakest division out of all eight. Yeah. Uh, like the Cowboys consistently underperform like Daniel Jones, whatever. I mean, we'll get into it. We'll talk about those two teams. So I, I football team or Eagles. I'm not really seeing a bet. I love yet. Yeah. Uh, at, at the numbers that they're at, it's hard to, it's hard to lay some cheddar down on there. Yeah. Uh, next team. Let's go with the New York football giants. Saquon's back. Saquon. Kenny Galladay. Brouhaha's in practice. Sorry. Yeah. So no, no, it's all good, bro. Oh, I love you. Bring in, bring in the news. news uh this feels a little high and it's it's again it's that extra one that's messing me up but again it's the weakest of the this this division i have these guys finishing above the football team Uh, i think i have to bump this down actually i got nine but i'm gonna say eight and a half Ooh, big big believer in joe judge are we uh, it's seven and I'm low on this team. I think, I think there might be mutiny in the ranks. Uh, we've seen some 
retirees, although they've said it has nothing to do with Joe Judge's camp. I think we've got a little Matt Patricia vibe going on with Joe Judge. I don't want to say it yet. I don't want to totally cast shade on Joe Judge just yet. But, you know, there's been a little bit of grumblings that uh, he's run a really tough camp. And, uh, oh, wow. Some people people aren't too happy, which is the same thing that happened with Patricia when it came to Detroit. Although it was instantaneous that they fucking hated Patricia. And we might be a little closer uh, this season with Judge. I had him at six. I was off at seven. Seven. So we're, yeah, you were closer than I was. Um, eight and a half. We each hit one exactly. Oh, we should have, next year we'll keep track like that. Keep track how many games we're off and then we'll see what's going on. We'll make a fun little, little map. Little, little, little bet. Little bet. Yeah. Little bet. Little bet. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm interested in this team. Like I said, whatever. It's the weakness of the division. It's, I mean, that does feel a little high. And Daniel Jones hasn't shown anything like he'll get it all clicking. But I did hear that Judge. It's pretty locked into that job for a while. I was listening to a different podcast, and I guess he was like a Belichick recommend or something. And it's just mm-hmm. like he doesn't have to worry about his job. But I didn't know that to your point. Sometimes when you come in there, like you're a high school football coach, like that mentality of just like, I'm going to run you guys in the ground with actual like grown adults, like this is their professional career and they have contracts and stuff like that can that can get south really quick. Yeah, I just wonder if he came in. My my feeling is is he was a, a Belichick recommendation also worked with Saban, Nick Saban in Alabama, was a special teams coach, got the head coaching job, which kind of already, you know, turned some people off. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You you can come from anywhere. I think it doesn't really matter to me, but, and and then I think like, I, I, you know, there's just been a little bit of like, I think he has a little bit of an attitude because he's of that Bellatrack tree that, you know, he, his, you know, his shit's Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty locked in. Yeah. Um, Yes, I'm, still, I'm still not going to bet on Daniel Jones like hitting me over. So, all right, Cowboys, always super diff- difficult, always super underperformed. How they did not win the division last year is absolutely insane. Uh, could someone win this division with like a nine and eight record? Like maybe even like an eight and nine? Like, absolutely. Yeah. But like we said, we've talked about this before. There's a premium on the Cowboys. It's, you know, it's definitely um, a fan favorite to bet on, which I think bumps it by. Uh, half a game if not a full game i got them at 11 wins 11 yeah very good uh i have them at 10 and a half and we're both a little high again nine and a half okay this is interesting to me so they got to win need to win 10 which means you're going 10 and eight eights it's a lot of losses and i feel like you still have elbow room i'm give me one give me one mabby dollar on the cowboys yeah, I like it. If because uh, I thought it was high when I did it at ten and a half, and I was like, "Am I just am I just buying into the like all the prestige and the glitz and the glamours and the fucking Jerry Jones?" And I haven't watched Hard Knocks at all, so I, I'm not totally swayed by that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm glad to see you're seeing it the same way that I am a little bit. So I think it's worth to kind of throw a little cheddar on 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 the old star there. Yeah, because it's I mean it's definitely. So we're not doing the right, I'm not doing it the right way as far as like what I feel like the public does to the line on like betting the over, but that still feels, I think Vegas is starting to like the past five years, but there's something about like, I don't know, Dak something to prove, but it's also that Dak shoulder. I mean, it probably knocked it down by half a point. Yeah. 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 In the air. Uh, so yeah, give me one Mabby dollar on Cowboys over 9.5. Absolutely. Yes. 
All right, to the NFC North. Jump into buddy. Our division. He's a Lions fan. I'm a Vikings fan. Welcome exactly. to the Sports Podcast 182. You're all caught 182. up. 182. We're all caught up. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Packers right out of the gate. All right, Packers, Packers first. Um, it's funny. I mean, I would say like Brett Favre or Brett Favre. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, like always a, always a fan favorite also, but he's definitely his recent media stint. I wonder if people are off the Packers a little bit. This is still the best team on paper in this division yeah constantly getting to the playoffs they have to be you know the the favorite to win this division this adding this extra game threw me off a little bit but i got them at 11 and a half oh i think you're probably closer to what it is it's 10 i was low at nine and a half i think they have a little bit of a tough schedule early out of the gate and I yeah. think uh, it's hard to find the right number on this because it was off the board for a very long time because yeah, of the, b- b- before Rogers showed up to camp. Right. So sometimes when it's off the board and it comes back on, well, so I'd, I'd be interested. You didn't see any of the movement, right? When it did mm-hmm. come on the board, did it swing by half a game or anything? I wonder, no, no, no. I wonder if this started like a little higher and it was driving down. I don't know why it would drive down again. If there's one thing, even though I don't like the guy that I would like to bet on, it would be like Aaron Rodgers just balling out to show like he still has it. Yeah. And that's the thing is, even when I did it at nine and a half, I was like, I don't know if this is right because that's like you're saying that they're 10 and seven, they're 10 and 17. Like they went 13 and three last year, right? Yeah. Like that seems, yeah, I don't seems think they're going to fall off by four games. No. Uh, so give me a uh, maybe dollar on this. Yeah. That'll be the, saddest mabby dollar you've spent all year i know you're doing it for me i'm not touching okay. the mabby dollar i'm not touching the ticket like right. it's printed on it it's all you uh, you want a mabby dollar on this yeah i'll take a mabby dollar on that for sure a 10 absolutely let's fucking yeah. do it well i always thought your mabby dollar. we're kind of like a married couple your mabby dollars and my mabby dollars yeah, together. yeah we share fine. a bank account it's good <laughs> um all right chicago bears uh the bears so quarterback change here People like I, I would say like the quarterback they've heard the most hype over even more than Trevor Lawrence is this guy. Yeah, Trey Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're really um uh, some preseason stuff. I don't pay attention to any of the preseason. No. I, think, I, think, I just think it has to be low. I have these guys finishing last in the division. This is probably gonna be too low. I can already tell by your reaction it is. Yeah. Have, over the Lions. Wow. You really I do love the Lions. Lions. I want to talk about the Lions, yeah. Uh I have the Bears at six and a half. Oh man, yeah. it's not that low. It's not actually that low. Uh, I nailed it at seven and a half. At seven and a half, seven and a half. Because I, yeah. I don't really believe that they're an above five hundred team yet. Oh. But but they could have some things to, that could be cooking. You know, Andy Dalton could be a serviceable quarterback for for two games too. Sure. Yeah. All, sure. Okay. All this all this sounds like exciting stuff. Sure. <laughs> just, yeah. It's just like and Andy Dalton might be able to go one and one, and then rookie quarterback and like just a offense that has always just let people down. I mean, maybe they do turn around. It's just so funny how they're already back on a rookie quarterback. Uh, and this is my rookie quarterback thing. Also, it'd just be interesting to see if he's got it. I'm just, I'm giving the bears with a rookie quarterback, new coach. I'm just going to go low. So seven and a half. So I really think they're only going to win seven games. Might be a little too low to throw my dollars on. Might be a little too low, right? Yeah. If this was, if this was sitting at, eight eight and a half i think you'd take that right yeah 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 that's an easy one yeah yeah i think so all right do you want to do vikings or lions first uh let's do vikings because i i'm like 
ironically enough, I get through the Vikings quicker because I want to talk about the Lions because I know I'm going to have to die on my Lions Hill. Oh, but, like, I'm so I like good. it. All right, let's let's give let's give me your Vikes take. Let's go Vikes. Let's go Vikes. Uh, so this team is, um, it, this one has to be one of the hardest to handicap. And again, like it wouldn't be su- surprising me if Vegas kind of put it in that, like we've called out a couple of times, like they don't know what this team's going to be. So they're going to keep yeah. it in that, like that nine game territory, that eight and a half, nine. Uh, still a lot of talent on this offense, like defense moving in the right direction. Uh, the If Mond ends up getting a lot of play time, if this team starts slow, then like all bets are off. Um, yes. Yeah, just be interesting. I still, though, I still like the amount of talent. I like who they're playing. I got them at 10 wins. Ooh. And you nailed it earlier in your lead up to it. You're like, that eight, nine, it's nine. And it's nine. Because it's it's just, it's definitely no man land. Uh, I had them at eight just because, you know, the whole Zimmer stuff and this team maybe. Maybe a little like intra fighting, which is never going to be good for, you know, football, a football team to kind of come together. A little infighting is never good. Uh, and that, you know, like you said earlier, if Cousins gets hurt or he just be COVID protocol and, and then, yeah, and, or COVID protocol, Kellen Mond has not looked great at times. So that's like a really, you know, dangerous backup quarterback, Jake Browning. I, you know, it'd be interesting if they keep three quarterbacks this year or not. I guess yeah, and I, I, and I think keeping three quarterbacks almost shows you the sign that they do they're not loving what they see in Mond. Yeah, yes, exactly. Like they're, they're just kind of keeping that. So uh yeah, it'll be interesting. And there's there's a really good chance with all the teams, like just we're not gonna get super deep in the back stuff. But I mean I, there are a couple yeah. there's I think this team has the most like out, outwardly vocal, like I mean, take it Beasley off the board. I mean, he's vocal enough like over a lot of things, but outwardly vocal about not getting backs with like uh Thielen and um and cousins, which is like I don't think there's another team that like your number one and your number two in the offense like are talking about not getting backs so they have to go through more stuff and it's going to be kind of the magnifying glass on them a little bit so definitely could picture them you know missing two games wouldn't be insane you know, yeah it goes down and it's just like that that kind of makes everything like these lines totally different because it's a totally different offense now it's yeah crazy. exactly right yeah it's it's goes from like this team could put up 30 points plus to exactly. they might not get across half field yeah and they could be yeah. that bad so uh, I like it. Okay, let's the main event then. Let's talk about my Detroit Lions. Ding, 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 ding. Um, yeah, buddy. I golf has went to a Super Bowl. Golf has gone to a Super Bowl. Why golf has a pretty ball. Got like it's just uh, to plug him in, and I'm not even as high on you know like we're talking about like Darnold going somewhere else. It's just like oh maybe needs a new system or just like a new blood. And I'm saying like if you need a new system and like a new blood, like I'm not saying like going to the lions is the most inspirational thing. It's just like, here's where I needed to be. I needed to be in this organization, Detroit right. lions, just kind of like bringing, I just like, I think golf is getting so much not love. And I know like McVay didn't really love him, but I, I know there's not like, there's not a ton of weapons. I mean, we lost Galladay mm-hmm. uh, running back situations is always just kind of confusing and a nightmare. I just, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate these guys so much. Like uh, the fact that they're in the conversation for finishing last is still, but I think this will be like the third year in a row that I bet on the lions over. I haven't, I haven't been eight wins. What? Oh man. I love you B. It's clearly, clearly you're blinded by your affection for me. In this 
Yeah. So, and bottom is, I don't know if you listen often, like, I, it's not like I, I never pucker up for like no. in A's, but like, that's not what it's doing. Like, I just, I, there's something about like how much the, we're bringing, like, like people elevate the Dallas thing, the Green Bay thing. We're bringing a little too much negative energy, like for the Lions. Like, there is going to be one time that it clicks and they overperform. And I think this might be a sweet spot, depending on if you say something like five and a half to six. Where'd you have them at? How many wins? Uh, I had them at five and it was five. This will be my biggest bet just to officially make it the biggest bet. Put four Mavi dollars on Ooh. it. I, I push if they go five and 12. Yes, sir. Brandana's going to bite some kneecaps. You fucking get up, keep getting punched in the mouth. Okay, yeah, I keep forgetting about this guy. Not excited about this coach. I'm not excited. Actually, like, I will say I've gone the other direction. I know that was the big – I look like this guy is a – he's fucking coach bro. This I don't care. I'm getting gets, into it. This guy gets lost in the middle of a sentence. Like, he was just dropped in the middle of, like, a oh fourth. He doesn't know what's going on. Like, he starts and just, like, the look in his eye and just, like, the kid is just, like, you don't remember how the sentence started, do you? <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing. So let's throw this guy a life preserver. Um, I'm definitely, like, put four Mavi dollars on it. I'm definitely going under. I might actually bet real Mavi dollars on this because it's, like, I just, I, I love this. I think it's way too low. I I think they finish like I, that means I have like six wins. Absolutely. Get six wins. And I get a push on five. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. You're yes. Great take, point. Take me, take me through that schedule real fast. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. Give me a second. Vamp be vamp right back. We'll be, Oh yeah. I'm supposed to just, so guys uh, next week is going to be episode 183. Uh, the week after that, it'll be 184. Um, and the week after that, will be 185. But you want to well, wait? Uh, you know what? I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't planned out that far. But I think it should be. But should we'll be wait. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Um, I okay. read it to me and let me see if I if I can like get six wins out of here. There's six wins. Okay. Week one, home, San Francisco. A loss. <laughs> okay. They're home. Right. Detroit's home. Detroit's home. Yep. That's point, that's 0.5. There you that's go. Point 0.5. Five. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, at Green Bay, week two. Okay, this loss. Uh, hosting Baltimore, week three. Hosting Baltimore, uh, probably lost. Yep, I would say so. Week four at Chicago. Who at Chicago? I'm doing point 0.5 there. Okay, so you're up to one full win in the first four weeks. Gotcha. Uh, week five at Minnesota. At Minnesota, uh, that's no. Yep. Week six, hosting Cincinnati. That's a win. On to Cincinnati. There's two total. Week seven, ooh, Goff goes back to Los Angeles. The Rams at Los Angeles Rams. That's a loss. That's a loss, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, week eight. Oh, man, but he's going to get up for that game. I mean, he is going to get for it. I'm taking 0.25 for Baltimore. I'm going to do 0.25 because I'm a little low in Baltimore this year. And I'm doing oh. 0.25 for this, this like this game that he already has like circled with yes. like with exclamation points by it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So is that two and a half now that you're at somewhere in there? Uh, two and a half. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, week eight hosting Philly. That's a win. Okay. Three and a half. Then week nine bye week. Good bye week. 
good bye week for the Lions. I'm going to take 0.5. I'm going to take 0.5 on that bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we got our, our, our campfire. We need a little extra gasoline. What the fuck? Um, all right. Uh, week 10 at Pittsburgh. That, that could, uh, that's 0.5. Okay. Week 11 at Cleveland. Uh, that's a loss. Yeah. Week 12 hosting Chicago. I'm going to give them the win on I'm going to give them a full win hosting Chicago. There you go. Now you need it. Now you're chasing. Uh, <laughs> week, week 13 uh, hosting Minnesota. That's a loss. Yeah. Uh, week 14 going to Denver at Denver. Do we have any of these green bays out of our system yet? At Denver, I'm going to give 0. 0.25. 0. 0.25. Uh, we got one green bay left. We had one earlier in the season. Okay. Uh, week 15, hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Hosting? Oh, that's probably a loss. I'm going to give it a loss, too, since I gave a, I got a full win for the other one. That's fine. Yeah. It's a loss. Okay. Week 16 at Hotlanta. That's a loss. I'm too high. On, this is a 0.25. I'm too high on Atlanta. So if Atlanta is who everyone thinks they are, then. Okay. Where, where, where are you at point total wise? Where are you at win total wise? Okay. One, two, three, four, five and a half. You're at five and a half? Cha-ching! Yeah. I started throwing out a lot of 0.25. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, week 17 at Seattle. That's a loss. And then we finished the year with Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a loss. Yeah. I'm at five and a half. Okay. So. <laughs> My eight might have been a little high. I'm trying to think when I went through the schedule, how I got to, I think some of these, like, because I like the lines, I was just like, oh, they'll beat Baltimore. Um, I gave definitely gave them both the Bears games. Uh, beat Cincinnati. Pittsburgh. Maybe I give them Arizona. Philadelphia. Um, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't like, yeah, it's, it's not the easiest schedule in the world. It's a little no. tough to justify, but it's also like these guys, this is not, we've seen dumpster fire lions before. Yes. These are not dumpster fire lines. I think this team is going to be entertaining. I think this team is going to be, enter- I don't think it's going to be like, we're definitely not going to see an offensive explosion. I think the defense is going to be better than we think offense is going to be painful. So I think there's going to be a lot of like, we need low scoring games to win. Maybe. I guess that's the problem. Who's the, what's the wide receiver setup? There they, is they, do have, they do have wide receivers, right? They, they did. Do. They're just, they're, they're rolling without wide receivers this year. I mean, they're yes, they're yes. They're going, <laughs> They're going no man outside, all <laughs> offensive linemen. Uh, no, they have Tyrell Williams is going to be their assumptively number one. Uh, Khalif Raymond, Quentin Cephas, Amon Ra, St. Brown, the sun god. Right. Uh, yeah, it's going to you be. Know what, you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this just to be safe. Why don't you take two of those Mavi dollars off of the bet I had there? All right, there you go. We'll knock them down to two. Two Mavi dollars. Good call. Good call. Thank you, bro. Um, our brother Dynamite Pod, guys, has been MB Sports Podcast episode 182. Thanks for listening. Let everybody know about it. Shoot us an email, MB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we do have we, Rudy is coming up soon, guys. We yes. don't know when, but we're gonna we're gonna date night about Rudy. We're gonna have a guest on. So just as you're thinking about it, once you fire that back up, don't piss in people's Kool-Aid. Like it's just like, oh, he's offsides and everything. Just enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the inspiration. Ain't gonna be a dick about it. You ain't gonna go Joe Montana on it. Um, all right, MVP of the week. Who do you got, buddy? Ooh, um, let's go with uh, I for, totally forgot you, Brandon. And you, oh. you're my MVP. 
that's funny. You might be my MVP just for that honesty, because usually he's like, I'm not even going to try to find somebody or name it. It's just like, I have no idea. Uh, MVP of the week for me, Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Teddy, two gloves, um, you know, ex-Viking. Now It's so weird how this shakes out, how some people get third, fourth chances to, like, build a career. Yeah. And some dudes are just, like, out of the league, like – in three years that we never hear about him again, like the Brady Quinn or something. It's so nuts, but this seems like a fresh start for him winning that job in Denver. So there must've been something that they saw that they really liked or maybe something they didn't like unlock. I don't know what happened, but um, at least what happened to this knee he still got some sort of a career. So not a bad situation there. I mean, before Aaron Rodgers comes next year. So MVP. Ooh, nice. Should shot be. Um, you know who I am. It's your boy. Bandana. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just sign yourself off. Most awesome. Oh, audience, we've got a hot little bag of podcorn from Orville Mabenbacher. Remember, when you put it in the microwave, set it for 182. Glamour, runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.